1: Hello, you've reached the Partly Political Broadcast out-of-office auto-reply. Thanks for getting in touch. Well, unless you're calling up to tell me about a crash that I haven't had, which is unsettling as I always worry for a second that you might be real and from the future and it's some sort of terrible premonition. I'm currently away on holiday, though it is with two children under three, so it's not really a holiday and there's every chance I'll need another one to recover when I return. I will be checking these messages sporadically, because in today's day and age, such things are inescapable unless you live on the moon. Actually, the moon is meant to have amazing reception, and bloody Jeff Bezos would probably be there making it worse, wouldn't he? Jeff Bezos, who as soon as he returned to Earth said, hey, we should put all the polluting industries in orbit. Yeah, that's what you were thinking, Jeff, wasn't it? And not just that if Amazon was up there, none of your workers would need a piss break, because it could just float off while they're finding stock. In space, no one can hear you scream for your union. I see you, Jeff. I see you. Sorry, I mean, if it's important, please leave me a message after the tone. If it's an emergency, why would you call me? Ring 999, that's what they're for. If it's to do with the state of the world, please despair accordingly. Hi, it's me. Um, I'm not there this week, but I thought it was important to do this uh, just for you. Wait a second, I've just got to get out of my bag. Hang on. Um, ah, here you go. Oh, who are the people in your cabinet? In your cabinet in your cabinet say who are the people in your cabinet in your cabinet in your cabinet there's been a cabinet reshuffle which yes is a lot like saying we've removed some turds from the turd barrel but don't worry we've replaced them all with some real stale shits but nevertheless it is healthy to check your shits you know in case there's something wrong with them which in this case there is absolutely loads wrong couldn't you have used a smarter, more sophisticated analogy for this, Tiernan? No, it's the cabinet. There's literally no better way to describe them than absolute horrors that have been fired out of the arse of humanity. And I'm on holiday, so fuck off. According to Prime Minister and moth bitten and Jumpers shoved on top of porridge, Boris Johnson, this is a cabinet to build back better from the pandemic. Though if any of this lot were helicoptered in to rescue you from a minefield, you'd far sooner practice your river dance than accept their help. First to go so that he could return to a life of just upsetting his own children was Gavin Williamson. Across between chalk and congealed soup, Williamson has been sacked as education secretary, giving a leaving speech to his office just before he went. Though it's very likely that it wasn't the right office and he probably stood in the stationery cupboard trying to console a hole puncher that he thought might miss him. Because absolutely no one else will. Parents everywhere will have breathed a sigh of relief. Well, except Williams, obviously, as now he'll have tons more time on his hands to call them and they'll have to hear his feeble witterings about how he owed it to the kids, as though he's still angry at them for when he got bullied at school for looking like a sad ghost horse. It's always anyone else's fault but his own, isn't it? He did do a fucking horrible job as Education Secretary, and while I hope that this is punishment for that, I would also find it apt if Johnson was told to get rid of him by a rogue algorithm. Also booted out of the door, somewhat ironically for a housing secretary, was foam-brick Robert Jenrick, in possibly the only development he's ever been involved in that I approve of. No more under the table helping Richard Desmond with his unsafe erections, and the only thing Jenrick will now have to plan is what else to use his massive smug face for. May I suggest blocking a hole in a dam. It was a bad day for Roberts though, as Robert Buckland was also sacked from the cabinet. Who? Exactly. He was the Justice Secretary and human paperweight who seemed fairly competent as much as is possible for anyone in this government, and he hadn't caused any sort of major fuck-up. So maybe that's why Johnson got rid of him. I mean, if only Buckland had robbed a bank naked before screaming I'm above the law into the face of an upset pug before selling the remaining courthouses to Jude Law, and then at least it would make sense, but to be honest, if he'd done that he'd probably have been kept on. As it is, it now means we're on the 8th Justice Secretary in 10 years, but I guess that does make sense for a government that refuses to give any time to justice in anything they do. Bitten by a radioactive shower curtain, Amanda Milling was sacked from being Conservative Party co-chair. No reasons as to why, but if you can't even be half of a chair, I guess you can't be part of the furniture. Shoved over sideways was vacuum-packed Play-Doh Dominic Raab, who is going from being telephonically inept as Foreign Secretary to taking the place of Justice Secretary instead. And nothing says justice like a history of letting a diplomat return to their home country just after running over a child. At least we know Raab won't point to see increased sentences as that many words would exhaust him. As well as that job, Dominic Raab is now the Lord Chancellor and will be in charge of the functioning and independence of the courts. So that's them accidentally sold off to Jude Law within the week then. Or the other possibility is that we'll see Dominic Raab marching around carpet warehouses and tennis matches, barking orders until someone has to explain to him that that's not the right type of court. And of course, if someone isn't capable of doing one job well, it's best to give them three, isn't it? As that way their incompetence will spread more thinly. So Rob also has the title of Deputy Prime Minister, presumably because just like Johnson, he also goes on holiday at the most inopportune moments. Replacing Rob as Foreign Secretary is the woman whose cranial department is like a fishbowl with a single bee stuck in it, Liz Truss. She'll now get to stay on her never-ending holiday and keep taking snaps with the gram, only this time she doesn't even have to keep barking on about cheese to people and can instead compare human rights abuses with other global powers instead. Oh, you do that too? z's. With her in charge, it'll be mere days before the UK has a super strong relationship with the Galapagos Islands, the nation of Sealand and the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, while being nearly at war with Greece because she'll only talk to them in lyrics from the musical because she doesn't understand that it's a different spelling. Liz Truss is the first ever female Conservative Foreign Secretary, so that will give great incentives to many other women who'll feel empowered that they too could do that job, even if they were drunk and didn't know what a country was. What happens if you squish all the mini Baby Bell wrappers together and then leave them in the sun? Michael Gove has been given the job of Housing Secretary despite never having done a single constructive thing in his whole life. I can't see that him being in that position is going to help anyone who's a victim of the cladding scandal, not least because Gove specialises in putting an expensive front over stuff that's unnecessarily dangerous and costly for people. Maybe he got the job because, as we've seen with his recent nightclub horror show, he's always keen to rave to big house numbers. Michael Gove has also been given the task of fixing the Brexit food chain supply issues, though I bet he'll just keep insisting that the country has had enough of exports. Like if the sound your stomach makes when it's empty was made human, Oliver Dowden, he's been moved from Culture Secretary to Minister without portfolio and party co-chair. Hopefully he'll carry on with his strengths at dealing with dramas like The Crown to this sort of position and will spend all of his time insisting the Conservative Party should indeed carry a warning to let viewers know it's not entirely factual. While Dowden's departure may have caused a cheer by many in the entertainment industry, his replacement has caused the kind of boo that she would complain about as dumbed-down panto. Nadine Dorries, aka Shite Nurse, is the sort of appointment that says if the government is still fighting this nonsense culture war, they've decided to try and win it by dropping an atomic bomb. Dorries does know about culture, as she was the first MP to cultivate COVID on herself last March, because the virus could obviously sense a kindred spirit that was as dismissive of human life as it is. Her own experience of culture seems to be largely avoiding it in order to write her own books, known as the Four Streets Saga, and is based on her own upbringing, where people would change their roots home by exactly that many roads in order to avoid her. Doris also appeared on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here in 2012, for which she was suspended by the party, and that must have really confused her as she didn't have to collect any stars while doing it. While on the show, she ate ostrich anus, which must have been tough, as Doris and the rest of her party likely feel a kindred spirit with a creature that buries its head in the sand every single time there's trouble. Dorries is known for racist views and incredibly stupid comments, so if anything, there's quite a lot of the broadcast media world that will feel like one of their own is in charge. The last new entry to the cabinet is Nadim Zawahi, everyone's favourite Dr Robotnik Does Lounge Jazz tribute act. He's now the Education Secretary, which means children everywhere can learn exactly how much it costs to warm a horse. Many commentators in the education sector seem to be pleased with his appointment because, well, he's not Gavin Williamson, so that's a plus. A few years back, Zawahi refused to resign after it was found that he attended a dinner at the exclusive President's Club where female staff were harassed and groped. He did, however, say that he would no longer attend men-only events, so at least that means he's going to have to ignore any invites to come to Eton. Anne-Marie Trevelyan, the character of a hockey teacher from a 1970s comedy film, is now the Secretary of State for International Trade. She reckons that anyone who believes in global warming and that the ice caps are melting are fanatics, so I look forward to her striking trade deals with a number of places that will be underwater by 2025. All the other cabinet ministers are staying in their jobs, yes, even walking hate crime Priti Patel as Home Secretary, despite her recent secret meetings. It seems it's absolutely impossible to deport the deporter. Or very likely, she was told that she had the sack, but she thought that she needed to run off and put some kittens in it and then throw it into the Thames, so it was much easier and better press for Number 10 to just give up and let her stay. Loads of junior and mid-ranking ministers have also got new jobs, but you don't care, do you? No, exactly. This reshuffle is being compared to Bram Stoker's creation, Margaret Thatcher, when in 1981 she had the purge of the wets. Though for Johnson, that's just what it's called when the cleaners have to come in and change his sheets again. According to a random unnamed Tory who probably doesn't exist, this has shown that Boris Johnson is in charge and all ministers would know they were dispensable. So I guess in some ways, it's nice that MPs finally understand how the public have felt over the last 18 months. In other very quick thoughts about the past week, Johnson announced that his coronavirus plan is to keep going, which is the sort of thing someone in a film usually says just before they die. Johnson is confident they can turn jabs, jabs, jabs into jobs, 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 probably because it only requires changing one vowel and that is really quite easy compared to, you know, fixing the country, compared to, you know, tackling the coronavirus. However, in reality, turning jabs, jabs, jabs into jobs, jobs, jobs is pretty impossible unless they're going to plough lots of money into developing technology like in the film Inner Space or Ant-Man. Maybe it will finally mean a focus on small businesses. Johnson says he won't rule out a plan B, which I think is when they panic and remember that they should have made a plan A. I give it two weeks before he announces a plan B 2.0, a plan C as in ocean and a plan turquoise with shades of purple, all of which revolve around telling you why it's your fault that things have gone tits up and everywhere is rife with COVID. Meanwhile, all the schools get replaced with coal mines. And lastly, Health Secretary and artist Reconstruction of a Dinosaur Egg, Sajid Javid, has defended Conservative MPs not wearing masks in the Commons Chamber because they're not strangers to each other, worrying that the government's mask policy is exactly the same as the Prime Minister's condom one. Hey! Uh, There we go, I'm on holiday. This is just a very quick thing for you out there, you, the listeners, because I didn't want you to have nothing while I was away. Um, I wrote this last Thursday, so fuck knows what's happened since then. Nadine Dorries has probably said even more horrific things and then been promoted to Deputy Prime Minister. That's normally how it works. Um, But who knows if any of this will still be relevant by then, but I couldn't leave the reshuffle, could I? Yeah, can't leave a reshuffle unless you're having a particularly bad poker match. Um, So, this is for you while I am away with uh, two tons I should say one of them isn't my own uh, That because that would I haven't just gained a child uh, in a week that would be really strange um, but it should be hopefully we're having lots of fun in a cottage in Yorkshire somewhere um, so anyway this is for now when uh, this comes back probably next week when you're hearing this or two weeks when I'm doing this oh it's time is confusing isn't it uh, there'll be no interview but there will be a sort of at least proper intro episode um, and sorry for only half an episode last week I accidentally loaded up um only half the interview and then i changed that so if you've only heard half of the chat with Arthur last week do re-download that episode and have a listen to the second half that should magically appear oh fun i'm so tired right have a good rest of your week god knows what will have happened uh in the time between recording this and it actually coming out see you all properly next week bye <laughs>